everybody, welcome to the AJ Bucon podcast. This is episode 38. I have just come back from giving Charlie, taking Charlie for a walk. Sitting here on the porch, it is a beautiful, absolutely beautiful fall afternoon. That crisp, cool air is perfect. Just checking out the moms hanging here and the, the ferns, you know, all surviving, looking really good. Grass is cut. Charlie's out in the yard, just kind of looking at people going by. So I thought, why not sit down here and talk a little bit on the podcast? So anyhow, hey, again, episode 38. Um, kind of excited about tonight. I'm heading down to the uh, girls' volleyball game match tonight. Game uh, Games, they play best of five games, but it's a volleyball match. See, I remember that. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But anyhow, so hey, um, hadn't had a chance to go to um, any of the volleyball games this year. And, you know, was kind of called out for it in class the other day and I said, okay, 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 going this week, put up my calendar, jotted it down, ready to go, I'm excited about it, for a couple different reasons, first and foremost, yeah, you know, it's always good once in a while as a teacher to kind of go and see what your uh, students do outside of school, um, I try to do it as much as I can, but as I get older and older, it gets harder and harder to kind of pull myself out of the chair, away from the dog, and head back out for an evening of um, high school athletics. But I, I like to do it. My goal is to try to make it to at least one game, match, whatever it may be, every season. It's tough, but I, I'm doing my best. So anyhow, going down tonight because it's senior night. Thought I would see the girls play. Uh, I, I hear they're doing really well this year. I want to kind of go and give them my support. But... The other reason is, you know, this year, my 33rd year teaching, kind of having some flashbacks to some old times that I had. And a lot of people don't believe it, but like back in the day when I was down at Fike High School in Wilson, North Carolina, I actually coached volleyball. I've coached two sports in my life. Never thought I would do that. You know why? Because I am seriously, seriously uncoordinated. I mean, really uncoordinated. I remember like when I was a kid, I was playing my cousin tennis over at St. Clairsville. And um, I won. And I tried to jump over the tennis net to celebrate. Tripped over the tennis net. Fell on my chin. Cut it all open. Had to get stitches in it. I remember I had a big tree outside the, in the backyard as I was growing up. Tried to build a tree house up there. Just carrying boards up there. Not very bright. Not very coordinated. Fell out of the tree. Cut my leg up on the inside. Had to get stitches. Yep, that's right. I remember college playing some... Uh, what was I playing in college? Oh, 
it was intramural volleyball for my fraternity. You know what I did there? Fractured the side of my foot. I believe it was a cracked metatarsal or something like that. Try playing volleyball. Volleyball is like playing volleyball on a racquetball court. Tried playing that. Broke my thumb. I've done all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Seriously, seriously uncoordinated. So when I was down there, I moved to North Carolina. You know, I did my thing. I was teaching, enjoying life. I was one of those young teachers that had all this incredible energy Going out to see all the games all the time, went to the football games, the basketball games, baseball games, just enjoyed all of those. It was just like, that was the thing to do, just kind of, you know, envelop myself in the high school experience, all the spirit of it. So anyhow, I remember going to um, a lot of the basketball games, uh, had a good bas men's basketball team there at Fike High School, and I always used to sit like maybe three or four rows uh, behind the team. Because I always liked, you know, basketball. It was never any good. Never any good. I don't want to get into the stories I have about basketball. But anyhow, never coordinated enough to play it. So I have great admiration for anyone who plays it. And plays it well. So anyhow, I always sit like three or four like benches, uh, rows behind the team. So that way if there's a timeout, you can kind of listen to what the strategy is, pick up on you know, what's going on in the game a little bit more, kind of get that inside information. I always loved doing that. It was just like kind of my own thing to do, have my popcorn there, my drink, just doing what I had to do, what I loved doing. So anyhow, Coach Strawhorn, George Strawhorn, is the head coach at the time. And um, I remember he came up to me. I don't remember why he did it, but he came up to me. Um, I don't know if I was at lunch or in the gym, I don't know what I was doing, but he came up to me and he said, um, hey, Bucon, you want to help out with the team this year? And I said, coach, I don't know about that. He said, no, 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 I want you to think about it. We're just getting started, kind of need an extra hand here. I said, well, what am I going to do? He says, well, I could use some help. With, we could use like a, an academic coach. And I was like, oh, academic, so you just want me to come on and tutor your team? He said, no, no, no. You come to practice, you know, you, you help with the drills, you do what you have to do. I said, coach, I don't have any kind of skills that I can bring to that. So I'm just going to be learning, like, from day one about what's going on. I said, that's okay, that's okay. So I thought about it. I called some people. I actually went in and watched a couple practices, just kind of sat on the side to see what it was about. It was something I enjoyed. I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. You know, doing that. Um, I'm not getting to all like the stuff that happened with the team. You know, it's just like six years of excitement and drama and all kinds of stuff. You know, that's just what it is in high school sports. So anyhow, I just the, the big thing about that for me and and kind of learning and kind of going in there and doing it was yeah I did I I mean I helped out with the academics. I had to run the tutoring, not the tutoring the the study hall for the team. But you know it was just kind of sitting on the bench and. You know, at first I started keeping stats, learned about this, started to understand like plays that we were running, the kinds of defenses we were running, why we would do that. Um, I was always one, like coach would always say, what do we got to do? What do we got to do, you know, at halftime before we go in? And I was like, coach, I don't know. I'd always throw something out there. So, yeah, that's a good idea. He'd always kind of build me up to do that. And God love him. I was a nutcase and I enjoyed it. 
but I learned so much, not just about like coaching, um, but also about, you know, the players themselves. So like on the coaching side, just the amount of time and energy uh, it took to really do that. And, you know, I always kind of look at like coaching as being like coaching a team as being kind of um, similar to a classroom in a sense of like, you know, as an English teacher, I got to get, you know, 15 to 25 kids all kind of on the same page, working in the same direction, finishing assignments kind of roughly at the same time as much as I could, and just trying to get it all done. And it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. Um, it's definitely a challenge. You got to motivate people who are not always on the same page as you are. And um, coaches do the same thing. You know, it's not just about like call and play. It's about, you know, the skill sets and um, knowing what to do in certain situations and kind of being aware of like the big picture. And that's what I, I learned about that. And it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, the same kind of enthusiasm and energy that, I, you know, I try to bring to the classroom is what I tried to do when I was, you know, helping with the basketball team. But I learned so much about that. Um but I also learned uh, coaching basketball um, for those, those those years that the amount of time that the student athletes put into um, sports, and I know people say, oh, athletes, you know, they get it easy. No, not really. You know, athletes, uh, you know, high school athletes in particular, going to class all day, practice, then you have the games um, on top of homework and there's always something going on. It's just, it's really, it's amazing, you know, what a lot of, you know, athletes are able to do and to keep up with the studies. And, you know, it's given me a newfound respect for mo for many of them because I, I don't know how they do it. It's really, it can be really such a, ch such a challenging experience. And I saw that firsthand uh, for many of them. It's not that I'm saying, hey, you know, athletes deserve a little bit of slack. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, it's, you know, it's, it's, there's some respect. It's, it's, do them, particularly the ones that are able to kind of maintain uh, good grades in the classroom, complete all assignments, and still perform out on their, their field of play. And so I learned all that. Um, I think I grew as an individual, as a person, um, kind of saw a different world experience. And I think that's what life's about, is kind of experiencing those different worlds. And I think it was about like after seven years, I had just kind of burnt out on a lot of it, because it was really, for me... It was definitely a grind of like teaching in the classroom, particularly teaching English classes and the paperwork and everything that's involved with that, as well as coaching. It was really, it was, it had taken its toll on me and I was just like really physically exhausted and I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I think anytime you get to the point where, you know, exhaustion is at the forefront of everything and you're not really enjoying what you're doing, um, you know, to me, sometimes the sooner you step away, the better. So that way you go out kind of feeling as if you enjoy it. Um, so I stepped away uh, for a couple years, didn't do anything. It just kind of refocused myself on my classroom, um, what I was doing there, working on my national board, and other things like that. Kind of um, took that same philosophy back into the classroom about motivating students. And then my friend Felissa, Felissa Battle, Came to Fike a year after I did. Great friend. She had been, uh, we always used to hang out together in the English department, go to games together. She would be coaching the 
the cheerleaders, and eventually she, you know, she said, I want to take a crack at coaching volleyball. And so she started coaching volleyball, and she discovered that she needed to, she had so many girls out on the team one year that she had to have a JV team. Um, and she needed a JV coach. And she came to me and said, hey, hey, Jay, you want to get back into coaching? I said, oh, Phyllis, I don't know. I said, no, I really, I need, I need someone to be a, a JV coach. I said, I'd, if I'm going to do anything, I'd rather just come back and help you out and just help with the, the team. I don't know. I want a whole team for myself. That's just not, that's a lot of pressure. I don't want to get into that. She's like, no, no, I need you to do the team. You'll be fine. And literally, I mean, in all honesty, like, of the two sports, basketball and volleyball, I had more, like, experience with volleyball than I did basketball. I mean, I took a class in volleyball when I was in college at West Liberty State College. That was my PE requirement. One of my PE requirements. And, hey... I did that. I played volleyball. I wasn't very good, but at least I knew the basics of it, you know? So um, I said, all right, I'll give it a try. And it was just so strange going from, like, guys on the basketball team, which is one kind of world, to girls on a volleyball team. And um, that totally different world, two totally different sports, um, Two totally different, I don't want to say types of personalities, but, you know, and I don't want to be sexist here, but, like, it, male athletes, female athletes, it, in some ways, similar attitudes, but different kind of way of doing things. Um, so it was, like, it was different for me because, like, going from the, the guys in basketball and going into volleyball was definitely different. And, um, and I had to learn how to kind of talk differently, how to explain things differently, um, in the volleyball sense, and it was it was a challenge. It was a lot of fun. Um, I learned so much from the girls there because I had never like the classes that I had taken. It was just playing volleyball. It wasn't like organized volleyball at all. And um, I had no idea like what the updated rules were. I I had forgotten. You got to remember now. I had this has been like twenty years after I graduated from college. And I'm doing, you know, volleyball. And I didn't remember all this stuff. And I had to relearn everything. And I had to kind of, you know, Phyllis had to explain stuff to me. And the girls had to kind of see what they were doing in order to understand the different philosophies, the different, like, defensive sets, offensive sets, you know, this idea of bump set, spike, what that all means, um, you know. But then I had to find a way, like, to me, which is kind of interesting when you go out into this world of, you know, athletics, if you don't know anything about it or if you're limited in knowledge, to me, and this is just, this is my philosophy about anything, I just, I have no problem saying, I'm not sure, I don't know this, and um, I admit it, um, because to me, that kind of demonstrates your humbleness, your your ability and your willingness to learn, um, but what I did know, and I brought to the table kind of in both situations, is a different kind of attitude about, like, you know, trying to understand bigger pictures and, like, how people work together. And so that's what I brought to it. So I didn't, I, you know, honestly, when I was coaching and I was, like, she, you know, I was in charge on that JV team. And I swear to you, I know you probably think I'm making this up, 
But that JV team, my first year, I think we lost but two games. They were to the same team. And I, I never had so much fun in all my life. Was it crazy? Yeah. Were there times when we were running at practice because they couldn't call ball or they couldn't, you know, return a serve or they just let a ball fall on the floor? Yeah, it was crazy. But I also had a great time because it was just something that they knew I was, the, the, the girls on the team knew that this was new to me and it was like totally out of my um, wheelhouse, so to speak. Um, but they gave me an opportunity to kind of grow as a coach and to um, learn in the process and accepted that. And, you know, I was able to communicate, you know, my thoughts on things and be able to justify them to people who probably knew, definitely knew more about volleyball than I did, but who maybe needed someone to kind of inspire them to learn to work together and to communicate together. Um, you know, we, I was talking about like drop balls. That was one of the craziest things that it, it always drove us crazy in practice. Like when a, the ball, the volleyball would come off over the net and um, it would just drop to the floor. Nobody made a play for it. Nobody called it. Nobody said, hey, I got it. Or nobody stepped in to at least like make contact with all. It would just like come over and just hit on the floor and um, drove me crazy. And I just remember like these talks, like we have got to communicate, ladies. We got to like say, I got it. I get, I'll, you know, I'll step in, push someone out of the way. I got it. Do what you have to do to at least get a play on the ball. And, you know, um, I just remember that's what we, like, the drills that we did was just constant. Like, we got to get, we got to return something. We got to keep the ball in play because that was the biggest thing. And um, it was tough. Um, it was the same thing with basketball. Getting, like, a group of in basketball, getting a group of five people on the floor at one time to communicate and to, like, know their role on the team, to be able to run an offense together to be able to rebound together, to be able to do a break together. You know, that's not as easy as you think it is. No spacing on the floor. It's the same thing for volleyball. You know, you have a group of, you know, you have more people on the volleyball court, and they're not, they don't even have the whole basketball court to use. But they have to be able to move and be able to communicate um, in order to be successful. And you can't do that without talking. And so that was kind of, you know, what we learned there. And to me... Um, sports, particularly like volleyball, you know, it was such an inspiration to me to be able to do that because it gave me a boost of confidence that I could do something again, totally like twice in my life, like doing the coaching of the basketball, um, as well as like doing volleyball, two things totally out of my, my wheelhouse. You know, I, I knew about them, but never thought I would be doing that. And, you know, thank you, uh, George Drawhorn and Felissa Battle for giving me that opportunity but it was something I kind of took with me. So, yeah, I kind of have like this, uh, you know, this desire. I think that's what I, I admire most about, like, when I go to games. Yeah, I watch them. But it's always interesting to see how the players interact and how they work together and how that sometimes carries over into the classroom. And that's kind of what, you know, I try to do in my classroom. That's why I say that whether it's a basketball court or the volleyball court or, you know, wherever it is that you're playing – um, to me, a lot of times it's the same thing as a classroom. You know, as a teacher, do I need to explain every single thing that we do? Or is there a point where students as part of a class or as part of, part of like a small group, a, 
a cooperative learning group? Is there something where students are better able to communicate ideas and demonstrate understanding of ideas that maybe a teacher um, so that maybe a teacher could step aside and say, yeah, here, it, it sometimes works better if someone else explains it, a different voice comes across. Um, it's the same thing in the classroom. Like, I, I'm not a big person, on, you know, if you know me, I'm not a big person on lecturing in class. Um, I think it's important that you know, there's a lot of give and take in classrooms. Um, and to me, you know, that's where I'm most successful. Um, you know, if I have to pat myself on the back, it's exhausting sometimes to do that because you have to definitely be aware of like what's going on in the classroom moods you know whether all students are kind of in the session of what we're doing um, and a perfect example is like today in class um, my my English 4 students where all my seniors are complete they're all doing their own blogs now which is kind of fun but that's a learning curve uh, for many of them yeah, they all know how, a lot of the students, they know how to use cell phones and how to take, you know, Snapchat, Twitter, all these different accounts, TikTok, all these things, they know how to do it. But like when it comes to something like blog writing and creating your own blog, it's a different thing. It's new uh, to many of them. And it's not as easy as you would think. Um, it's not just about typing and posting something. Uh, there's a certain design that goes into it. There is... Um, you know, the writing of it, the proofing of it, so many different elements that are important to this. And so my students were coming in today, last period of the day, I was tired. I have had four classes today. My During my X hour today, I had 10 students come in to get extra help. I am tired. I whooped down my lunch. And by the time the last class of the day came, I was like, please, Dear Lord, let me get through this. Help them to have some kind of inspiration to get it done. And it was interesting. It was, yeah, I was like, some people, uh, we were, they had, we'd already set up the blog, and they were trying to put, get their post in there, and they're trying to get it published. There's just something really cool about students who are like publishing their own blogs for the first time, you know. And that's what I love about like the same class that I had, the class that I had now I had last year, and they just they've been great because they just like they take something that I'm talking about. We may not always agree. Sometimes they get on my nerves. Sometimes I get on their nerves. But you know, we all kind of know each other so well that they they just take stuff and they just run with it, which is really cool to me to be able as a teacher to say, here's how you do this, and then they just take it. And they run with it, and they create something really unique. So they all been working on these blogs for about a week, setting it up, creating it, and this was the final day of putting it together and publishing it. Some students had no problem with it. Others um, definitely had their challenges. Couldn't get the font right. Couldn't get the pictures in right. Couldn't get it to look right. It, it was all like centered. It was like spaced wrong. They were just having so many tr problems. And, like, I am one person, you know what I mean? And it's a smaller class. I think like 15, 16 people in there. But I'm kind of going, I'm trying to go around from group to group um, and help each one out. But it's, like, exhausting. It's like going from group to group to group to group, helping everyone out. So I always need, and I, I do expect, like, the people 
in the groups to help one another out, just like on the volleyball court or on the basketball court or the football team or wherever, on the, the soccer team, that you're not out there as individuals, you're out there as a group. And so to me, even being in a classroom, if you can help someone out, if you can say, hey, here's how I did this, it, it's a big it's a big shot in the arm for me. And it makes me feel really proud of them when they do that. And, you know, like today, it was just crazy. I had like uh, Delaney back there and she was using this light blue neon thing for her blogs. Like, Delaney, this just isn't going to work. It, you can't read it. She says, I really want the light blue. And like, we had to, like all as a group, like I was telling her, but it was just interesting. Like, she needed the people, and I needed the people in her group to say, yeah, Delaney, that's not going to work. And so eventually we all kind of got her to say, okay, i got to change this. And we all helped her figure out another color. But that's what's really cool about it, because I think she wanted to do really well and makes it, make it look good. But this was just kind of a hurdle she had to overcome. And, you know, the, everyone came together to do that. Um, I had, like... Uh, Deontay was like, Mr. Bucon, will you read my blog for me before I post? And I said, I can't, Deontay. I can't possibly read every single person's blog in here. And he was like, but I need you to read it because, you know, you're my friend. I said, what? He said, well, you're my friend. He said, yeah, I'm your friend and your teacher, but I'm not going to, like, enable you and, like, proofread your blog for you. He said, well, isn't that your job to proofread? I said, oh, my gosh, no, no. You were a senior in high school. you got to be able to proofread yourself. you got to take a look, use these programs that we have to help you proofread. Get a friend to read it. I said, well, I was asking you. I said, I got to go help some other people. You know what I mean? Stop trying to make, make, make me crazy. So I went ahead and did my own thing. And he got somebody else to read it. And that's all cool. But while somebody else is reading his, Deontay's helping Peyton out, you know, trying to figure stuff out on her blog. And everyone's helping each other out. People are moving to table to table, getting their friends to take a look at this. It was just so cool. And I ended up the, cla ended up the class there, like trying to help Hayden out on his blog. Uh, no one knows he was trying so hard to get this look right. I couldn't get him to help fix it right. His girlfriend, Valerie, was sitting there trying to help him. And we, we finally, I said, finally was like, in order for this to work, I think you just have to keep it simple. I think you're trying to do too much with it right now. Let's just get this published. The next time, maybe it'll work well. I said, oh, just put it in there. Just put it in there. I don't care anymore. I said, no, you do care. I said, can we just please just get it in there? And Valerie was like, come on, just sit down. We can do this. And it was just weird because it's like, we're all trying to get him to do it. We're all on the same page. But it's like, as a team, and this was my, you know, it's my class, but it's also my team, so to speak. We're all trying to help each other get to the point where we feel good about what we're doing. And if I can't convince someone, maybe someone else can. Because uh, I don't have all the answers all the time. And maybe someone else has a little trick up their sleeve to help somebody understand something better or to kind of flip their attitude towards something more positive. And so, yeah, I was tired. I They left, and, like, everyone's saying, thanks, Mr. Bucon, you know. Um, Deontay had collected all the rubrics and stuff because he knew I, w I wouldn't have time to do it. He says, I, I got all these for you because I knew that you wanted them. How did he know that I wanted all of those? That's what I want to know. Because we're all kind of on the same page. That's what's so cool about, like, teams you know, in classes when they're all, like, clicking. You know what I mean? Like, when a team's clicking, all the players are working together, whether it's basketball or football, and hopefully tonight it'll be volleyball. But, like, we were all clicking today. 
But I'm going to tell you something. When they left, my head, like, hit the table. I was so damn tired. I was like, I am exhausted. But it was that good exhaustion, you know. I'm anxious to read their blogs. Some of them, a little bit worried about. I'm not sure what everyone posted in terms of, like, whether it's going to look okay. But I think a lot of people wrote some good stuff, and I'm excited about it. Anyhow, so why am I going tonight? To see some teamwork, you know what I mean? Because that's the thing about, like, when you watch, like, a really good team work together, um, it inspires you, like, with your team to work a little bit together. And that's why, like, people get frustrated with professional athletes and even college teams when they don't seem to be clicking, they don't seem to be working together. You want them to, but it's just not happening. And I think that's the hardest thing. It doesn't always work that way. You just don't always have a teacher and like 20 students in a class or a coach and, you know, 30 players on a team and it's all working perfectly. Never that way. Never that way. And the true testament to your character as a teacher or to a or anyone's character as a coach or a player is how much you can help your teammate, how, how much you can elevate other people and, you know, that's the big thing. So anyhow, yeah, I want to see I want to see how this this volleyball team's doing. I heard they're tearing it up out there. Want to see some some bumping, some setting, and some spiking. And I don't want to see any drop balls out there on the volleyball court either. You know what I mean? Not gonna fall. Everyone's calling them. You know what I mean? So anyhow, that's where I'm going tonight. So hey, um, gotta keep gotta keep moving. Uh, got a big night tonight. Um, appreciate everyone who t took a look at the 500 mile corner store. Um, the official end of September has already come and gone. So the, the discount, uh, the big event is over. We put some new stuff up there shortly, maybe a new hoodie or something cause it's getting cold out. Um, if you want one of my books, you can get it 500 mile corner store, or you can go on Amazon. Both my books are up there. Uh, my corner of the world and Sunday mornings with coffee are both up there. Hope you check those out. And I just want to remind you again, got to remind you, because if I'm reminding you, I am reminding myself. We all got to take care of ourselves, you know. Individually, you got to take care of yourself. You got to walk a little bit. Got to eat the right food. You got to do what you have to do to decompress, to kind of find your balance. Because if you can't find your balance and take care of yourself, it's really hard to take care of the people that you love and care about. So hopefully you're finding that balance. You're doing what you have to do um, to do that. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great day.